Thank you for tuning in to RTM Nation Online, where we believe that you will receive the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. If you would like to learn more about the ministry, click the link below. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now let's get into the message. The title of this message is Living the Kingdom Life. See what I'm saying? And there are things that God is saying to us, and he wants us to see what he's saying. Um, almost a month ago, Holy Spirit told me, he said, declare that you will be teaching at Wesley Chapel RTM. I said, okay. I'll be teaching Wesley Chapel RTM. Got to church. Pastor Benjamin was saying, I'm going to be out of town. And they're probably going to be contacting you. I said, okay. This is something that the Holy Spirit said. This is something that I saw. He told it to me. I received it. I could see it. I said it. Voila. Now, a little bit after that, I'm sitting there and there was this song and it's just like, okay. I was trying to think of this song because the tune was like, it was just in my head. And I just could not think of the song and I'm like, um, Holy Spirit, what is that song? Just bring it back to my remembrance. And typically when something like that happens, I get it immediately within the day. One day went by, nothing. Two days went by, still don't have anything. Three days, okay, come on, Lord. Because I keep trying to, I keep kind of hearing the tune. And then he started giving me words. And then I just went and I looked it up and voila, there it was. I was like, man, this, this song is awesome. I'm listening to the song, and then the chorus rang. Then I heard the chorus, the Holy Spirit is like, that is what you're teaching on. And that is exactly what it is. The kingdom of God dwells on the inside of us if we are believers. So, kingdom living based on a personal relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, his son. If you all would turn to... John 3.16, because this is where it all gets started. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In the Amplified Version, it reads, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten, unique son, so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, 
but have everlasting life. Revelation 3 and 20. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Amplified, it reads, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds to my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will eat with him and he with me. Basically, if you open up your heart to receive God, he comes in, he dwells in you, then the kingdom is in you. How many people have done that? You born again? <laughs> it's like, okay, come on now. Work with me. If you are, if you have the spirit of God dwelling on the inside of you, you're born again, then that kingdom dwells within you. Now, the kingdom dwells on the inside of us, but we live here on earth. We're of a different kingdom living here. We are ambassadors here. But our citizenship is not here. Our citizenship is in heaven. Now, if you know anything about being an ambassador, then you know there's a building from the country in which a person comes from that's in a foreign country. Let's just use a United States ambassador to Haiti. For example, they would have a building set up in Haiti. That building would be separated from Haiti itself, although it's in Haiti, it doesn't represent Haiti. If you're in that building, on those grounds, you're considered on U.S. grounds, even though it resides in the country of Haiti. There could be all different types of problems going on in Haiti, but the ambassador to Haiti from the United States, although they may see it, it doesn't apply to them. The economic system doesn't apply to them. Whether they have food or water doesn't apply to them. The laws does not apply to them. As a matter of fact, if they're seen breaking the law, they would have to get permission from the United States government to do anything to that person because they are protected by the United States. I don't know if any of you ever watched the show Law and Order a couple times or other shows. There's been situations that's happened and they have people that's in the United States but they're ambassadors from a foreign country and they're running. They're trying to get there. And the cops are chasing them and as soon as they cross them lines, I'm safe. They have to stop. And as a matter of fact, they got armed, they got, they got armed soldiers there with guns. Now you can't come up in here. Not gonna happen. Because the rules that apply to the United States doesn't apply to them. 
the rules that apply in Haiti does not apply to the ambassadors and everyone in their family and representatives that's in the U.S. Embassy. That's who we are. That's who we are. We are in this world, but we are not of this world, which means the systems that go on in this world, we're not subject to. It doesn't have to apply to us. I, um, I was speaking to one of my coworkers, because as you all know, election past Tuesday. Come in on Wednesday, and actually it's a husband and wife um, couple that works at my school, and both of them were upset. Say this like, the wife was really upset. I mean, really, really, really mad. And you know, I just popped my head in, and her husband, his class is right next door to mine, and then so I was like, he's like, man, you know, it really sucks, and this and that is going on. I said, well, how's your wife doing? He's like, oh, yeah, she's really mad. She's really <laughs> upset. And she's my subject area leader, so I have a relationship with them. So I just, conference period, I went in, opened the door, popped in, and said, you okay? And she just kind of unleashed. <laughs> Man, this is going on, da 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 this and this, and I can't understand why these people don't understand that he's not helping them, and they're just doing things that totally goes against themselves, and all of this stuff, and you know, she's a runner, and I mean, she's a very, very good runner. I mean, she places in, um, and marathon, she's done the Boston Marathon and placed in her age group. And she was like, you know, I was running this morning. And she was like, every house that I passed by in, in my neighborhood, I was giving them the bleep bleeps, <laughs> just going. And she's just, she's just mad. I mean, she's, she was like, I just, you know, I, I, I kind of got over the last election but this one is just really going, and I just can't understand why these people don't see things this way and all of that. And she says, and then those Christians, I, I just can't. They, they say that they love people in this way and that way, and then they end up voting this way. I said, I said, well, I'm a Christian, and I understand what you're saying. I said, and one of the things about conviction, regardless, people that have conviction feel very strongly about what it is that they believe. And I said, I don't necessarily agree with the faction that you're talking about in this particular instance. I was like, but I've heard their arguments, and they feel strong about them. Yeah, but they shouldn't, da, 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 you know, and then kind of carried on the conversation and went on for about two, three more minutes. I was like, okay, i am got to go do some other stuff. And as I walked out, Holy Spirit was like, aren't you glad that didn't apply to you? It doesn't matter who get elected, governor, senator, congressman, on the local, state, national level, it does not matter who the president is, although we must pray for our president. We must pray for all those that are in authority because that's what the Bible tells us to do. 
it'll be in our best interest if they're guided by the Holy Spirit to make better decisions for our family members, for things for us to see. But if you have the Spirit of God dwelling on the inside of you, regardless of the election in Florida, regardless of however many times they count, recount, doesn't matter. We're going to be good because he's going to take care of us because it does not apply to us. That's what the kingdom is. Now, to see what I'm saying, where does that come from? Glad you asked. <laughs> One of the things that God was sharing with me was, he said, my people are not getting a vision of the word in their hearts. They're not looking at it. like Because the Bible is a book of vision. It's a book of vision. It shows us the great love that God had for us, our fall, his plan of correcting that fall and bringing us all back into the family. Bible said, I mean, people say a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, words also paint pictures. And God has given us his word to paint pictures to us. So, he says, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. You receive it? Well, first you see it. Yes, you receive it. You say it, then you see it in your life. Now, that's an example of you getting a vision of the word of God. Now, as you get that vision and you open yourselves up and you listen and you hear from the Holy Spirit, because these are some of the things that he's been dealing with me with. You hear from the Holy Spirit, then God will give you a vision for you personally. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Oh, by the way, Mike, on your way home, not stop by Walgreens and get two packs of those um, Hostess cupcakes. <laughs> That's a vision for me personally. You got the word of God. God takes that word. He personalizes it for me. He gives me that. I see it. Like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And then the word begins to activate in my heart, in my life. He tells me to speak it. Oh, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I don't care what the symptoms look like. I don't care what's going on. I command my body to line up with what the spirit says, what the word of God says, and I'll see it because I already saw it in the spirit. And then he tells us, watch what we say. Okay, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Okay, I walk out. How you doing? Man, you don't look too good. You still hurting? Because people will try and give you 
They'll try and give you symptoms. They'll try and give you negativity. They will try and give you death. I'll give you an example to you. And the crazy thing about it is these are kids. I work with anywhere from 11 to 14-year-old children. And it happens every year, some occasion. Mr. Austin, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. How's your day going? I'm good. I only have good days. Don't immediately, what if your wife died? What if your mother died? What, what if your foot got cut off? What if? I mean, immediately, without fail, it's like somebody's around the corner from my room handing them cards of what to say in case Mr. Austin says this, ask these questions. And then the last time this happened about two weeks ago, because we were in class, we getting, right before we were getting ready to go to lunch, he was like, you know, Mr. Austin, how you doing? I was like, only have good, no. I was a little bit more lively in class that day than another day. And they were like, oh, you must be having a good day. I was like, I always have good days. No, no, you can't always have, no, I always have good days. Oh, no, but, uh, no, I always have good days. And then they start rattling off. And at some point, I looked at the little girl, I was like, can't you just be happy for me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can't you just be happy that I'm having a good day? Does it always have to do? No, I got to throw something in his way to jack it up. I got I to give something to just make him feel like, oh, this is, I was like, can you just be happy for me? If you told me I was you were having a good day, I'd be happy for you. Right. I'm just saying, you know, what if you walked outside and somebody was with a gun and they blew your head off? Then what? No, but it's, but it's amazing. It is amazing. And, you know, we laugh and we joke, but it's a sad situation because it's like as soon as they hear good, they're like, let me throw some salt. Let me, let me just do these things. But those are the things that we deal with when we're out in the world. When we're hearing from the world's point of view. And to be honest, some believers act like they have a dual citizenship. What do you mean? Glad you asked. <laughs> and I'm in, the, I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm also dealing how things deal with the world. There's a recession. Oh, no. They laying off on my job. Oh, no, what am I going to do? Come to church? Oh, yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, I know. God got my back. He's going to take care of me. God, man, these bills winding up. Man. <laughs> you know? And these things, and they kind of go back and forth, back and forth. And it comes to a point where it's like you're not clearly seeing what God is saying to you. Or you're clearly not believing what he's saying to you. And we must, we must, we must see what God is saying. Years ago, we used to say, you know, have a conversation. You're talking to your friends. You're like, man. This, that, the other, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? And then if they agreed, they were like, yeah, man, I see what you're saying. Um, example, Michael Jordan's a better basketball player than Magic Johnson. I don't know about that. Then you begin to 
give all the facts of information that will help out your argument. Like, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, man, I see that. I see that. Which the person that was talking put their vision, now they've given it or they've painted a picture and they've given it to the person who in the very beginning didn't really believe them, but then after they pitched their point, they gave them those facts, it's like, yeah, I can see that. Then you come back, there's been situations like, oh, um, Chuck Norris is a better martial artist than Jackie Chan. Man, I can't see that. It's like, on the opposite end, somebody's pitched their point, like, nope, I'm not accepting that. Oh, but look at this, 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 this. Nah, mm-mm, can't see it. What they're saying is, I don't agree. I don't accept. It's not working for me. No matter what you say, I'm not buying it. I'm not taking it. I'm not accepting it. God is saying, here's my word. Check my stats. Line them up on anybody. See what I'm saying. And it comes to that point, it's like, yes. I see what you're saying. Yes, I receive what you're saying. You see what he's saying. You receive what he says. You speak what he says. Then you see what he says. How many people believe that in the very beginning, when it says God created the heaven and earth, he said, let there be light. Jesus, what if it don't work? <laughs> Holy Spirit, we got a plan B. Holy Spirit looking at me. <laughs> People laugh at that because that's crazy. It makes absolutely no sense. God has supreme confidence in exactly what he said. And he saw what he said before he said it. That ain't what the Bible say. Not in the beginning, but guess what? When he said, let there be light and light came, he knew what light was. Yeah. How'd he know? If he didn't see it. He said, let us make man in our image and after our own likeness. He gives us vision. We like our daddy. So that's what happens. God is a visionary. He gives us vision. He gives us vision through his word, number one. 
he tells us to see what he is saying in his word. Then he personalizes it. And one of the things about this, personalizing things, is the fact that it's all based on your relationship with God. It's based on you spending time with God. If a person that I have, a person that I rarely talk to, and especially if I haven't talked to them in a very long time, they call me, and I pick up the phone and start talking, hey, Mike, da 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 and I'm trying to figure out, man, who is this? That's because I haven't spent time, haven't had a conversation, haven't been talking to, haven't been listening. If Shalita calls, I know her voice immediately. Which means not only do I know her voice immediately, I also know the tone and pitch of her voice. Not only do I know her voice, I know by the way she talks when there's something wrong. Even when she says, no, I'm good, I'm fine, everything's okay, nah, that's not it. Because I know. People that I'm good friends with, I can just look on their face, just tell, there's something wrong. People I don't know, they can smile. <laughs> hey, how you doing? They have a rough day. But I don't know that because I don't know them. Other people, they smile like, that's a genuine smile. I know that smile. I've seen it before. I've seen it many times. It's the same way with God. It's the same way with God. You know that God wants us to have a relationship so strong with him that we start talking to him by the tone of his pitch. We understand that somebody hurt you today. Someone disappointed you today. That's the relationship. That's the relationship. We want to grow up from being those kids. Daddy, give me a piece of candy. Daddy, give me a quarter. Daddy, give me a dollar. All of these things. Uh, Father, how are you doing this morning? What's going on with you? You telling me about my day. Hey, what about your day? Says, man, that sounds, that sounds out of the scope of my thinking. But that's what a real relationship is. When you begin to hear what he's saying, you begin to hear the tone of how he's speaking. You begin to understand, man, this thing is for real. We have... The God of the universe that created all of this, created it all, he wants to have a relationship with us. He wants me to open up my eyes and talk to him. He wants to talk to me. 
It's like, wow, that's amazing. But that's his love for us. He wants us to have a vision of who he is. And he gives us purpose. When I first got to Revealing Truth Ministries, I came and I joined the church because that's what God told me to do. Pastor Poe, visionary. Pastor Poe shared vision constantly, constantly, constantly. And then for a year, I taught at the church, fourth and fifth graders. Every morning, I would pace inside, I guess it's now the URL building. It's gone through several different names. I would pace in there. I would say, Heavenly Father, I just thank you that the vision of Revealing Truth Ministry is intertwined. My vision is intertwined in the vision of Revealing Truth Ministries. I really didn't know why I was saying it, except that's what I believe God was telling me, that the vision that you have given me is intertwined in this vision. Because I love Pastor Pope. Loved him. And I loved who he was, what he stood for, all of those things. Loved that about him. Charismatic leader, loved it. But he shared vision. I loved him, but I connected to the vision. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit shared with me is the reason why some people left. Now, do not get me wrong, and I'm going to put this out there. Just, I'm not talking about everybody. There's not one particular person that I'm talking about or think about when I say it. This is just what the Holy Spirit told me in a blanket, general statement. There was nobody I had in my house. Susie, she left. Oh, he must have been talking about her. None of that. It was none of that, none of that. Want to make that clear. <laughs> he just told me in a statement that people fell in love with Pastor Poe but they did not connect to the vision. And then when Pastor Poe transitioned, oh, my boy gone, I'm gone. Now, that wasn't Pastor Poe's fault, because everybody here that know him, that's all he did was vision. Vision, 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 vision. God gave him vision, he gave it out. I was having a conversation with my wife a couple nights ago, and man, she said something. I was like, that is so awesome. Because this is what happens. The visions that we have is God's vision. We're, we're vision carriers. That's what we do. We take his vision, we accept it, we run with it, now it's our vision. But it was his vision to begin with. Amen. One of the visions that Pastor Paul had was satellite churches. Right. We are here, 
now because the vision that he had and him sharing that vision and people receiving that vision and people beginning to see that vision and then taking it as a possession as their own and voila, here we are. St. Pete, soon to be Lakeland. And it's carrying, and it's carrying. And then there's other, Ocala. It's like, man, we, we doing this. And guess what happens with vision? Guess what? God will give you a vision. You'll begin to see it. And he'll say, non him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask, think, or even imagine. Okay, you gave me this thought. Now I'm going to blow it up, make it bigger. Boom. I saw that in the natural when I have had several conversations with Pastor Pope. I would go in. Pastor Pope, this is what God shared with me. This is what I'm seeing. Now the conversation with him, what I walked in there with, eh, uh. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Not only was he a vision carrier, he was a vision enhancer. But he instilled that into everyone that's ever been in his presence. So you all are that also. I have had the opportunity to speak with Pastor Deborah, and every single one of his children, the exception of Minister Crystal, in length and in depth. And over the years in conversation, I've heard a vision Pastor Greg, Chris, and Pastor Brian. He instilled it in his children. Pastor Deborah knew the vision just like Pastor Poe did. He shared it. That's what we do. That's not a Poe thing. That is a God thing. If you would turn to Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 through 3. It reads, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am approved. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will, it will surely come, it will not tarry. This is what God did. He wrote the vision. He made it plain. As a matter of fact, 
He gave us somebody to help with the vision in the person of the Holy Spirit, who's our comforter, our guide, our helper. He helps us out. He made it plain. As you begin to have a relationship with the Word of God, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and I don't mean like there's nobody in here having a relationship. That's not what I'm saying. As you intensify your relationship with the Word, as you become more intimate with the Holy Spirit, this is what will happen. For those of you all that are too young, just going to have to rock with me for a moment. But those of you that, after I give this <laughs> example, you'll kind of know. You remember those radios that you used to have to turn the knob to get a station? And if you were just a teeny-weeny bit off, you might get it, because uh, you might get some fuzz. And you might get a little bit of other, almost like two. But when you tune that bad boy just right, it is so clear. Yeah. It's like, man, it sounds good. If you, uh, <coughs> your person talking in the background, yeah. But if you tune it just right, you hear it clearly. I made a decision. I'm like, Holy Spirit, I want a more intimate relationship with you. I commit myself to listening to you. It was just like that. It's like he wouldn't stop talking. Just continual conversation. It's like, wow. Oh. And not just on a spiritual level. You're thinking, oh, man, you know, um, Get up in the morning and go outside and run. Hey, what's spiritual about that? Just go do it. <laughs> okay. Um, here's a good one. Go buy your wife some flowers. Hmm. What kind of flowers? Some tulips? Okay. Went, bought the tulips, put a huge smile on her face. Some of you may say, why didn't you buy roses? I don't like roses. <laughs> That's why I ain't buy them. As a matter of fact, in God's conversation of buying the tulips, my mind kicked in, buy some roses too. And I was like... Oh, that's what God said. Go buy some tulips and some roses. So I'm there, man, tulips, beautiful, nice colored tulips, just roses look like trash. And I'm like, man, what's up with these roses? I cannot find any good roses. I'm sitting there walking around for about 35 minutes, and I found some, some other type of flowers, which I don't even remember what the name of them were, but they went well with the tulips. And so the Holy Spirit said, get those and those. I was like, 
God, but I don't see any roses. What's up with the roses? Do I need to go to another store and get some roses? He was like, no. That was you with the roses. <laughs> like, God, I thought that was you. But it's interesting because sometimes we can mix our thoughts in to what he said. This good, this good, this good, that's good, that's great, that's you. Kind of jack the situation up. So. God is a wonderful, great God. God wants us to see what he's saying. He wants us to see what he's saying to us personally. There are some things that God has shared with everyone in here. That you don't see anymore. You don't think about anymore. Sometimes if you think about it, you think, missed that. That's gone by. That can't happen. That won't happen. God sent me here today to tell you, yes, it can. Sure it can. He wants it to. For any of, well, actually, I want everyone to do this. Because you can still do that, you can still see the vision. When that stops, vision over. (laughs) But as long as you can still do this, stay in the vision. There's things that, and it it was interesting because I was going back and I wrote some things down too myself. It was like, okay, and then I went back. God said, go back and then look at that. I was like, man, I forgot all about that. He's like, yeah, I know. That's why you need to look at it. That's why you need to say it. That's why you need to, okay, you received it. Like, yes, I got it. But you have to say, you have to speak exactly what God is telling you. Do you have to say it to everyone? No. But do you have to say it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what God does. He says His intentions, he says. He sees something, he says something, then he sees that thing which he said, which he saw before. He told me, Claire, you'll be teaching. Okay. Interesting thing, never happened to me before, but it's still on the lines of me just listening to the Holy Spirit, me talking to him. I was out running. Holy Spirit said, okay, walk now. Okay, I'm walking. (laughs) All right, um, start praising me. Lift your hands. Oh, Father, I thank you for who you are. I just thank you. You're the Lord of my life. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my family. Lord, you're an awesome God. All of that. He says, when you cross the street, start praying in tongues and then interpret. Huh? Whoa, what? Because for me, that has never happened. That has never happened. 
Now, there's been times in which I've been praying in tongues, and Holy Spirit, like, I get an understanding of what I'm praying about and different things like that, but he literally said, I want you to speak in tongues and then interpret what you say. Okay, what you going to do with that? When it's never happened to you before. I trust you with my life. I trust you that when, I'm, when I die, I'm going to heaven. So, so what's the big deal about this? Okay. And so I begin to speak in tongues. And then I was like, and this wasn't doubt. It was just, I don't know how this works. So God, what do I do? Because I don't know how this works. He says, the same way when you begin to pray in tongues, you begin to speak and I'll give you the words. Oh, okay. So I begin to speak and then he said, I'm like, oh, oh man, this is awesome. Awesome. Then I jog to the house and tell Shalita because it had things to do with my life, her life, my family's life. But it's just, God wants to show us things. He wants to take us places. He wants to show us that, listen, where you are is good, but it can be so much better. You're acceptable, but let's get to the good. From the good, let's get to the perfect. I want to blow your mind when it comes to the things that I have for you. I want you to be walking in the purposes that, man, life can, it just can't get any better than it is right now. And when it gets to that point, like, man, just go share with somebody. Like, Let's just go destroy the works of the enemy. Let's, oh, Lord, you're just great. You're just good. I just think, and that's where he's taking us. That's where he's taking all of us. But we got to grab hold to that vision. We got to speak his word. We have to speak his word for us personally. And then we have to watch what we say. Because what we say is so strong. It is so powerful. God said, let us make man in our own image and after our own likeness, which means the words that we say, it has creative power. Let's go to that real quick. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our, excuse me, after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth.
God created us like he is. He's a spirit. He speaks things into existence. And another thing that he shared with me is that he's a ruler. He is a king. He has a kingdom. That kingdom, kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, kingdom in the son of whom he loves. Jesus said, all power and authority has been given to me. He has all the power. Then he said, therefore, go. You know what that means? All that power he got, giving it to you, go with it. We were talking about all the power and authority that God has, that Jesus had the name of Jesus. We have that power. We have that authority. We speak those things that we want to see into existence. Do not speak those things that you don't want to see because they will come into existence also. I want you to right now just close your eyes and allow the Holy Spirit to show you some things that he's already given you. And you may have just let slip. Holy Spirit, show them what you've given them. Let them receive it again. Let them see what you are saying and let them run with it. In Jesus' name. We pray that today's message was a blessing to you. If you would like to help us further expand the vision, simply text the word GIVERTM to the number 41444 or visit us online at www.revealingtruth.org. Now remember, Jesus loves you.